or something like that. Not straight up pronounced Bletch in that that's his name. It sounds like it could be a Lord of the Rings orc name. Oh, 100%. Which makes sense. This is a this is a prequel. This is a pre This it's, is It's canon. Well, this is okay. It's Middle Earth canon. Yeah, this all takes place in Middle I Earth. I like to consider yeah. myself Lord of the Rings scholar, so you know. You you were giving me some some of the expanded universe trivia. It's not expanded universe; it's just the universe, man. The universe trivia. Well, expanded knowledge on said universe. Then, how about that? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Well, we're the cellar dwellers. Peter Jackson <laughs> is... It's hard to believe that Peter Jackson did this movie. We are the cellar dwellers. Christian is right. Uh, I, I'm Colby. You already know all this. I am Christian. and we, we watched Meet the Feebles. Yeah, Peter Jackson's second film. Ever. From 1989. Uh, it is a strange little number. It has nothing to do with uh, Lord of the Rings. What? Except for Bletch. I mean, uh, listen, I could go into some lore if you really, really, really wanted me to, but I know I know that'll be for the Patreon. I'll save it for the Patreon. Yep, we'll, sa- <laughs> we'll save it for the subscribers. Yeah. Uh, so this is preceded by a movie called Bad Taste, which you have not seen, correct? I haven't. That's the one we look, were looking at before yep. we started. It uh, has that like, very interesting poster. Let's get, let's get this. I love saying it. Let's get it out of the way. This is on Tubi, our beloved Tubi. Thank you, Tubi. Big ups, Tubi. Although we didn't necessarily need the commercial breaks, but they were a nice little change. We didn't. Of pace. Yeah, we didn't need them. This is not uh, an extreme one, but I say that also to say, bad taste is also on Tubi. If you want a little, uh, oh, I, uh, I think I would watch bad Jackson taste. marathon double feature. I mean, it is still so funny to me that. He's that he turned into the Lord of the Rings guy. That he's like a prestigious from he, these. He's movies. color correcting like fifth like, footage from the fucking World War Two shit, and like that's his job now. He's like doing like acclaimed documentary and restoration, and and we see a fly eat, literally eating shit in with the a movie. spoon, with and a it look, spoon. it's we'll get to that. We'll get to a lot of stuff. There, so there's some stuff in this movie. So yeah, I want to I, I want to start with uh, Peter Jackson's early work, just kind of an overview, For because sure. you and I are both familiar with his third film, the one that he follows this with, uh, Dead Alive. That's like the iconic of like the Evil Dead type horror it's a, movies. It's a splat stick masterpiece. It's phenomenal. It's hilarious. It's so gory yes. in like the f- most fun, over the top way. It's gorier than Evil Dead. It's gorier sure. than it, but it's like that same thing. The it's, same kind of like cinematography. Yep. A lot of the same filmmaking choices. There was a lot. Uh, if when you watch Bad Taste and watching Meet the Feebles, like a lot of those movements that he's doing in these two show up in dead alive which we'll definitely cover at some point for this it's it's, it's appropriate a, and it's a fun rewatch because we've both seen it yeah and, and like love it it's yeah. never not gonna be a fun movie to see yeah uh uh a lot of what he's doing in bad taste and meet the feebles is uh really honed in uh the hobbit the hobbit yeah he finally he finally <laughs> he really, worked out the kinks he really figured it out for the hobbit in, trilogy in the desolation of smog smog yeah fucking jesus uh, what, came after, what, came after, what, what came after dead alive 
after Dead Alive. Is it The Frighteners? No, he did uh, Heavenly Creatures. Which I don't think I've seen. I haven't either, but I've heard is great. Um, it's uh, Kate Winslet. Oh, yeah, um, that was like her kind of introduction. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Uh, to like a much broader audience. Right. Uh, the, yeah, she was young as hell in that. Um, Peter Jackson, if you don't dig into him, he's only known as Lord of the Rings, King Kong, Lovely Bones, like all that new shit, and now is like a producer and known for making... In my Ad- opinion, adaptations, adaptations, and the sh- quote shitty Hobbit movies. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. they're just not very good, especially in comparison to. There's, we, we don't. This is not a Lord of the Rings Hobbit podcast. Well, I don't know. I might want to turn it into <laughs> one now that you've got me going. <laughs> so to go back, he is very much like a Sam Raimi, who kind of went on to do the same shit. This big studio fair blockbuster movies, blockbuster films, but they were passion projects to him, like yep. Spider Man was. That was a passion project. Peter Jackson just happened to pull off his trilogy. Raimi, arguably the third one is not the colossal mess. Anyway, not a Spider-Man. Spider-Man podcast, 2 is uh, is great. It's a masterpiece. Yes. I'll throw that out there. So, rewind in Peter Jackson's career. This is what happens when nerds get money. 100%. Like, like 100%. obsessive type nerd filmmakers. Like, who aren't in, who aren't in like the Marvel wormhole. Because people like James Gunn, when if he had more free reign, his shit would be crazy. I would love to see an R-rated version of his Marvel movies. Well, have you seen Super? Yeah, Super. Because Super is crazy, yeah. and like he did Slither, which is just an awesome B horror movie. He's kind of, James Gunn is kind of a, a decent analog for a, a Peter Jackson. He also type. wrote. He also wrote a yeah for like a, a younger. Like they were yeah. they were lower budget movies, but yeah. really weird, gross stuff. And then he kind exactly. of progressed on to more. He wrote a he wrote films. a trauma movie. He wrote oh. Tromeo and Juliet. James Gunn did? Yeah, baby. Man. Yeah. I like James Gunn. So, like, it sounds like the the ilk of, like, Scorsese and Coppola and whatnot, they had Roger Corman, and then, like, James Gunn had fucking uh, Lloyd Kaufman and Troma. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, rewind with Peter Jackson. He's he's making wild movies in New Zealand in the 80s. So, Bad Taste is an alien invasion movie. Uh, It's... Just in-your-face jokes and gore, and it's really messy. I have seen it. It's slow, it's choppy, it's definitely a first film. You uh, described the poster as more <laughs> exciting than the movie. Yeah, the poster's... I love the poster, but the it, the poster is cooler than the movie. Yeah, it's iconic looking. Yeah. Uh, you Definitely watch it if you're interested, though. It's worth a watch. Uh, Meet the Feebles, which we just finished, we'll touch on. Then he goes to Dead Alive. <laughs> Uh, which is a splastic masterpiece. Then he jumps to Heavenly Creatures, which is a dramatic, uh, acclaimed film. I'm curious. I'm Me so too. curious. Uh, Mark Maron recently interviewed Kate Winslet, and they talked about this movie. Nice. And she, they talked about how haunting it, it was, because it's based on a true murder story. So I really need to check it out It's a weird jump from, yeah. uh, from Dead Alive. Yeah, to like a to, drama. To, that, to yeah. like a true drama. And then he did The Frighteners, which is kind of a light Michael J. Fox thriller kind of horror. A fun, ghost. Mostly average. It's not yeah. like. It's not I have like, not seen that one. It, it's not awesome, but kind of worth watching. The technology in it is really cool. And then he fucking goes to Lord of the Rings. Yeah. I mean. And then everybody forgets about all of his other stuff. He does King Kong, he does The Lovely Bones, which is fine. Then he does The Hobbits, and then he did The Restoration. Yep. They they shall not grow old. After Lord of the Rings, yeah, he's just kind of like, I can do whatever I want. He's the Lord of the Rings guy. Yeah. And that's, and no, it. I remember when I found Dead Alive in college uh, is when I became privy to it. 
and recall, I think it was freshman or sophomore year of college, recall being like, he made like crazy fucking horror movies. I have to seek this out. And this, I'm honestly surprised that I'd not seen Meet the Feebles prior to today. Yeah, I mean, it, I don't think I I knew that this, I'd, he- I'd heard of this movie, but I didn't know that it was by Peter Jackson. Yeah. And so when you brought it up, it was like a weird kind of connection in my brain happened. And it was like, oh, I need to we gotta, this. We got to check this we out. We have to yeah. see this. Yeah, because yeah, I sent you a list of some pretty rough movies, and then this was on the list as well, and you're like, don't know this one. Yeah, no, no, no. This, <laughs> this seems good. And it, and pretty much mid-watch, we were like, this is very, very much uh, like uh, Fritz the Cat. This is there's a, oh, yeah, yeah. a lot of Fritz the Cat. A lot of this. parallels. It feels, uh, it's got that laid-back kind of vibe to it. It's just kind of following it's characters. It's more fun, though, I would say. It is more fun. It's got, it's got more of a pep to its step. Um, so... Let's talk about Meet the Feebles. This movie is nuts. Yes. This so essentially it is a Muppets ripoff, right? It's an R-rated, hard R-rated Muppets like ripoff yeah. that they treat like a like it's an SNL type show. Yes. Where you know they have a weekly show. It's a variety show, and we yeah. basically follow them on a, on a whole week of leading up to a show. Yeah, it's like Saturday SNL. Night. Yeah. It's like, so, a, it's like that's the plot line of this movie. And, and there's drugs and sex and moida. Uh, and it's not as, I can understand it being 1989 and this movie coming out in New Zealand and people being like, this is nasty. What is this? Like, why? Oh my goodness gracious. Uh, by today's standards, like some of the effects are still really gross, but, uh, content wise, aside from some slight racism, uh, which we'll get into, uh, this is actually just kind of a pretty fun I laughed raunchy movie a lot. Yeah, it it was it was pretty good. It it was I didn't necessarily expect it to be as like laugh out loud funny. Yeah, me neither. Was. Honestly, like, I thought it was going to be more dry. Like jokes were just going to fall flat. Me too. And yeah. one thing that I I think might have even uh, added to our experience, we didn't have subtitles for this. Sorry, Tubi. We forgive you, but we this would have been helpful. You. But very helpful. I'm pretty sure there were like tons and tons of jokes that we just missed yeah that went over our heads because they were mumbled or or, yeah yeah. and some of the audio was rough on this one and so like i i i we laughed a lot anyway and so i am curious to see like what we could have missed what what other jokes were just kind of written quickly into the dialogue because there was a lot that it felt like we were just kind of like glossing over um but outside of that i mean who (laughs) i think we just need to maybe go character by character yeah that's what i'm because it follows all of these different characters that are kind of analogs of, of Muppets, a few of them at least, yeah, you know, more obvious. But we've got Heidi, who's Heidi, the main the hippo hippo. That's the if you've ever seen a poster for this, that's the hippo holding like the the machine gun. What's she, the pig? She yeah, she is essentially the the Miss Piggy of yeah the movie, and and because it starts pretty much with her singing the theme song. Do you remember how it goes? It's a, honestly a super catchy. I mean, it was essentially them singing Meet the Feebles. Yeah. Yeah. But I can't remember the exact tune because I was trying to remember. Now that you asked, I just lost the one I was trying to retain. The syphilis, not the syphilis one, the uh, sodomy one. We'll get to it. I, yeah. ha- I have a vague memory of, right. of, of how the melody goes. <laughs> um, and yes, that is a spoiler for later in this yes. episode. <laughs> this would be, this is straight up a, like, a- Avenue Q watched this type of shit. This, this has to have been legendary to people. Oh, like 100%. Yeah. And, and, like, the underground, like, VHS market. True. Yeah. 
Like people, people were wanting this shit. This is wild. So, so we have Heidi the hippo. Mm-hmm. She's essentially singing the the intro. It's like a rehearsal. They're basically rehearsing for their big show. Um, and it's it's a really good Muppets ripoff. Like it's believable. Heidi and Robert are voiced by the same man. Nice. Is it Heidi and Wabut? Is it Peter Jackson? It's Mark Hadlow, who's an Australian New Zealander. I guess both actor nice and comedian uh i guess plays uh i think he's in the hobbit i think a lot of the voice actors in this movie played multiple characters i I oh no no no. they played yeah they played a lot but i do think that's funny that wabut and heidi are uh they're lovers in the film no they're not they're not how dare you dude oh right wabut is in love with lucille lucille yeah shit i got that wrong Heidi's in love with uh, the old walrus man. Which, which character do you want to talk about first? Because there's, there's a lot to choose from. Oh, God. Uh, the only... Well, I mean, Wabut's good. Uh, His name is Robert. He is, <laughs> he is a, a hedgehog. He's the new guy that starts. So he's kind of like the audience, basically, as they're yeah. meeting all of these degenerate puppets. Um, but he's just kind of a nice dude. He, he can't say his... I think he's a hedgehog. Or a porcupine. Like, like, they call him a pincushion. Like Sonic, like Sonic the Hedgehog's boring younger brother. And he talks. He, he talks like this. I'm a wobbler. He his he can't say his R's. <laughs> he can't say his R's, and it's it's very and, funny and every I, time. I'd be lying if I said I didn't laugh yeah. every single time that he did it. <laughs> I grew up uh, knowing a kid who couldn't say his R's, you but he say, embraced you can it. Admit to it, you can say it was you. It wasn't me. I would admit to it. His name was Greg, and no joke, he had a uh, baseball hat that he wore backwards all the time that was embroidered, and it said Gweg. G-W-E-G, because that's how he pronounced his name. <laughs> and I he mean, would if you're going to embrace it. He would say, hi, I'm Gweg, I love Pringles and Pantera. Because <laughs> he did love Pringles and Pantera. I, I love Pringles, but not, not so much on Shout out to Greg. I hope you're doing well if you happen to hear this, Gweg. Gweg. And if you don't go by that anymore and that upsets you, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> you embraced it back then, I don't know how you feel about it now. But this one goes out to Gweg. This one goes out to Gweg. <laughs> he's a nice dude um so so yeah robert is kind of this new this new guy in town and he essentially goes on like a, a tour in the very beginning meets all of these feebles these feebles the cast the background crew and there's some characters in here oh yeah uh yeah we can't go into well there's not enough depth to go into with each one but each one has their own each one has their own little character tick. arc yeah little tick thing as well we got the very quickly, we're introduced to like an anteater janitor type guy, aardvark janitor I think, type I think guy. It's an aardvark. aardvark. Yeah, that yeah. makes more sense. He's got a long snout that is just drippy for some underwear. It looks like a dick. There's, we have to just get that. It's out got there. white snot coming out of it all the time. We and let's just continue with his storyline, and we'll yeah. see where that comes into so play. So when we first meet him, he's sniffing panties. He's a pervert, a huge pervert, which yeah. is. It's it, this is still early in the movie, and we're like not quite used to seeing Muppets basically yeah, doing, doing these this. And it's things. like okay, all right, so we're just jumping in with that. Honestly, like this wasn't as I want to get this as, this out of the way. This was not as like <laughs> sexy as I was anticipating it to be. Speak for yourself, brother. <laughs> <laughs> all right, fair enough, man. Uh, yeah, so he's sniffing panties, and then. Uh, Honestly, what happens is another... <laughs> I don't even want to say it. It's kind of gross. He... It's it's when he's peeping on the rabbit orgy, right? Well, that's... 
That's before the other stuff. Yeah. There's a rabbit orgy. The, yeah. Okay. So there. <laughs> yeah. And all of this is done with puppets or people in costumes. There's not a single human being in this movie. Uh-uh. We should say that. Yeah, yeah. there isn't. Like, they commit to the to the bit. Of... Yeah, there's people. Dr- like, Heidi the hippo is a person in a giant hippo costume. Every, and there's there's the occasional person in a costume, but most yeah. of everybody is a is puppet. puppet. Yeah. yeah. And it's impressive how much they commit to it. This aardvark is a puppet. And it's watching a rabbit orgy. Harry, Harry the Hare. Is... Harry the Hare, who's the star, one of the stars of Meet the Feebles. Or The Feebles. Yeah. The sign does say Meet the Feebles. So. That might be the name of their show. Uh, Yeah. And he is just having an orgy to strobe lights and then freaking the aardvark. I can't remember the aardvark's name. Dennis. Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> Dennis Rader, the aardvark. Ugh. I mean, more or less, he's just standing there gorking. Sniffing. Sniffing, God. And he's getting all soupy with it, and it's rough. And his dick nose is like... Dripping. Yeah. Unfortunately, yes. Elmer's glue. And we learn... Gross. Ew. We learn pretty soon after this that uh, the company itself has this, you know, side business of just filming porn. Well... Well, okay, yeah, I was going to say the company itself. Yeah, because the walrus and the rat are doing the wa- that. Okay, so Bletch the walrus Bletch. Is, yes. is, is the boss of the Feebles. He's the, essentially, who's the... He's, F- the pre- he's the Harvey Weinstein. I was going to say the SNL guy. <laughs> oh, he's the Lauren Michaels. <laughs> but you're right, he is actually closer. Or Lauren. He is actually closer to uh, Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, he's a Weinstein A mix for, of both, kind of. Yeah. He runs a show like SNL, but he runs it like Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, like he's... Doing drug deals, uh, he assaults women. He yeah. is a horrible, horrible person. Um, but he, they make the joke that he has because this is all animals that he has pussy on the side, and his side chick is a cat. Yeah, it's a literal, literal pun. It's a literal, yeah. Um, but that's he, the that's the type of humor we'll welcome. There's a lot here. of that kind of humor in this movie. He is also filming porn on the side. Yeah, dominatrix shit with a cow with every utter pierced <sighs> every teat on the other pierce if that okay that scene is very funny because it's wabbit walking around the facility by himself getting lost and he walks up to this scene of a woman going of the cow a woman of the cow <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a cow let me let me not get this okay, cross we should say wearing a dominatrix dominatrix outfit, outfit <laughs> chained to a wall this is someone in a fucking costume it's, I know it's so like weird. this costume's grotesque I didn't like the cow one it was g- gross the udders were gross yeah uh, chained to a wall with a little like ferret guy whipping it going yeah bitch yeah yeah you like that bitch this, and is, the, this, and is, the, the, this is the rat who sounds like uh, Ren, Ren from Ren and yeah. Stimpy and then the the cow is going oh no stop and then Wabut goes i'll save you and the runs in and like slaps the rat weasel and then like tries to save the woman and, and then we learn the rat, the head rat guy is like cat 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 you ruined my shot they were just shooting porn yeah they're just shooting porn this is also uh coming back to dennis the aardvark yes because he plays uh, a role in this <laughs> well while they are cut for this scene, they had a gimp guy tied up, and the cow lady sits on his face without noticing, and he suffocates and dies. So now they need a new person for the scene. So they go get Dennis the Aardvark, 
because he's got a big slopper of a nose and they use that on the cow and it's disgusting. <laughs> this now that we're talking about it actually there's some legitimate stuff in this Yeah, movie. this well no, this is the part where I said, "Okay, maybe this is a porno." <laughs> I mean, it's cuz this part, I mean, it was gross. This introduced a lot of people to furry Mm-hmm. freedom mm-hmm. whatever you call it yeah <laughs> like this has to have, yeah. have done some stuff for some some people not us not me not me not me dude i don't know about you but i'm not into it i was not turned on by that i couldn't i i it's impossible to be turned on yes because of this now oh <laughs> now i can't anymore <laughs> after seeing, <laughs> after seeing this <laughs> that's what i mean it's a lot yeah, it's not great. And that's kind of Dennis's arc. <laughs> yeah. That's and like that's kind of where... Well, I mean, he ends up... Uh, how did... He ends up dying. Oh, I mean, he gets... A lot of people die. A lot of people die, yeah. Uh, yeah, this is where we're really kind of introduced to the goo. And that's from his nose. And it looks, like I said, like Elmer's glue, all cummy and stuff. It's real nasty. It's not good. It's not good. Oh. Let's talk about Harry. Harry the hair. Right. So, since we've already brought him up, he was the uh, one of the participants in the rabbit orgy. Yeah. He, I think he was the orchestrator of the orgy. Directly after this, he is seen in, in the doctor's office. Uh, the doctor is a duck. Dr. Quack. Dr. Quack. Pre- yep. Pretty funny joke. That is very Peter good. Jackson, way to go. Um, or his wife. She a, co-wrote this. Or his wife. Honestly. <laughs> Fran Welsh. What better bonding experience? She than, helps him on most of his to, movies, I believe. They're, yeah. a, they're a power couple. They are. For yeah. sure. Um, the doctor uh, informs Harry that he has the big one, as in a big bad STD is what is implied. He's uh, probably AIDS. He's got all, honestly he's, probably yeah yeah because it was eighty nine when this came yeah, out. Whoa yeah, and they have they did never they say didn't it. say it yeah. But he keeps getting sicker and sicker and sicker until he just dies. Well, and his kind of like his skin like starts falling he's off, getting pustules. That are popping and they're disgusting. He doesn't want to tell anybody about it. Jackson perfected his goo in Dead Alive, but this, like, ugh. There's some nasty. There's there's some goo in this. Mm -hmm. And then, so, fast forward to the the final show for Harry. He basically comes out uh, and tries to do his act that he was practicing (laughs) and uh, just barfs. Barfs, keels over. Everywhere. Yep. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of barf in this. Yes, there is. There's a lot of bodily fluids. The more see this. now, like talking about it out loud, I'm like, okay, well, this movie's more crass and nasty than I felt while watching it. Because we were laughing. We were laughing because it's very funny, and and you don't realize that like the stuff there's that a we're lot laughing of, at is legitimately gross. There's <laughs> a lot of goo. There's there's a puppet assault scene, which was just like Fritz the Cat. Fritz the it was cat. like out of nowhere. You're like, oh shit, this I'm, is rough. It's it just, and it's, it was that rat. They're trying, to, yeah, that the stimp, the wren rat to Lucille. Um, yeah, and it's something about like that was their goal to be like shocking back then, like Fritz the yeah, Cat. Yeah, yeah. It's like okay, nobody's gonna see this coming in a cartoon. Nobody's yep. gonna see this coming in a puppet movie. And it's like, come yeah. on, like I, I get it. It was back in the day, like pe- people were less. It wasn't. With I it. mean, I think the inclusion of it at all in this context is gratuitous, but the scene itself wasn't graphic. No, no, by no, any no. means. I mean. They, it was sensible. I don't know how to how to describe it. It didn't linger. It wasn't it wasn't detailed. Yeah, and it so. was quick. It was very very quick. Very quick. Yeah, and uh, this is when Robert rescues her, and it's like a turns, in, turns into like a heroic moment, right? Yeah, or something. I don't something. know. Something that part I'm kind of glazed over because I, I I don't like assault scenes. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah. <laughs> even in a movie like this, it's like why? Yeah, it's well, they're never funny. 
So like, see, even seeing it as puppets, you're just like, come on, like I'm just, not interested. It just in this. takes you out of it. Yeah, I agree. Um, let's talk about the, the uh, giant blue elephant guy. Oh, what's his name? I do not remember. Oh, I'll pull him up. I'll find him. His storyline is pretty wild. He uh, is just kind of like a sad, mopey uh, elephant. Dog, yeah, no, that's actually pretty good. Do it again. <laughs> he talks like this. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's got a speech impediment and, and as well. And a lot of people have like... Sid. Have like, Sid the elephant. That's right. And a lot of people have kind of vague accents in this movie. It's not really meant to be set in any one place. Yeah, one dude was in Vietnam. Like, yeah, <laughs> there's God. a lot of stuff. Um, and That's where the racism Sid, comes in. Uh, Sid is a, he's the sad elephant, and he's complaining that his wife is... You leaving know, him and leaving sleeping him with other and people. taking like... Or, paternity issues like yeah. they have a child together and she she comes in as he's complaining and it's she she's a chicken yep and like she, a little one and she's like she has a, a baby carriage we don't see what's in it in the stroller and he's like how, how do you know it's 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 not mine it's, like, it's not, not my mine. baby and then they pull it out and it's just a chicken with an a, elephant's head a blue elephant's head <laughs> like it's great. It's a good visual it's a gag. Very good. It's gag. still funny. It's a little cute in its funniness, but it it holds up. A little bit wholesome, which I think this a movie it needs. needed. It needs it, yeah. A little bit of wholesome humor. It sometimes. needs it needs the classic uh, Muppet style yeah. of type of visual. Otherwise, gag. it's like too much. Yeah, It'd yeah. Be too vulgar, too not fun. But there's enough of like these kind of moments thrown out into it that it really lightens the whole experience. And songs. The songs are awesome. They're pretty good. I they pulled it off. I really do want to go back and listen to the songs, like on Spotify or something. I'd be down. Like, yeah, they were super catchy. They sounded like Muppet songs. And uh, you mentioned earlier there was one song in particular. I think the last song that was played was about a certain subject. Uh, sodomy. <laughs> there is an entire song about sodomy in this, and and <laughs> that is the term that is used. The the. Yeah, which I think is a rough and tumble, violent sounding term. It doesn't sound nice. No, it sounds like a crime. Because it's from Sodom and Gomorrah, which is coming coming from Bible historians here. Just call it ass play. Yeah, just call it call it butt play. Let's make it nice, you know? Nah, ass play. <laughs> I don't like it anymore. Uh the build up to that song is very funny though, because it's the like stage manager, director. Yep. Who doesn't seem to be really tied in with the corporate evil stuff going on. He just really wants a good show. All he wants to do is put on a good show. <laughs> yeah. Um, he says he has this one big song. He's like, fine, I will save the show with my one big song. My redeeming act. And it's a song about how it's... The the words are, I love the act of sodomy. Sodomy. Me. I love the act of sodomy. It's... <laughs> very funny yeah a lot and the audience does not like like they don't clap they don't respond when he finishes and it's very funny yeah i enjoyed that quite and, a bit and i mean it, towards the end at that point he was trying to save the, the 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 climax of the show because it was falling apart harry the hare had just barked all over the audience yeah so the nothing okay. was going well so what's going on is the brief overview of the plot is the show is being produced all the while there are these drug deals and relationship turmoil between Heidi and the walrus. Uh, Bletch. What a horrible name. And oddly hard for me to remember. Bletch. Bletch. Bletch and Heidi. 
uh, are on the rocks because he's sleeping with a cat as well. Uh, and Wabut. And <laughs> it's funny every time. I hate it. And Lucille do not know each other, but uh, essentially their their plight is they just need to get in the same room so he can be like, I love you. And she'll be like, I, yeah, me too. And that's their storyline, more or less. It's, it's and they don't know each they other. They have a love story. They have a love story. And that's really it, outside the elephant, dude. I disagree. I think there is one more important character that the movie kind of forces us to care about because it gives us a 20-minute flashback. Oh, right. I do I do like him. He dies pretty quick, too. <laughs> the crocodile. I don't remember his name. Whatever that fucking dude is. Yeah, he is, sewer gator or whatever. He is, his role in the show is he's the knife thrower. So there is a, a, a his assistant is on a wheel spinning around, and he's supposed to be the knife thrower. He's, a, he's addicted to smack. Early on, he comes up to, I think, the walrus or the rat and being like, hey, man, I need some stuff. I got the shakes. And we don't know the at rat. this point that he yeah. is the knife thrower. And yeah, we think he's the dude. <laughs> and then middle of the movie, it cuts to him. And it shows him practicing, and his hand it's is just, just back like and forth, shaking like, so much. Just swinging back and forth as it, he's it, about to throw a knife at a woman. Addiction's hilarious. Yes. Oh my god, it's the funniest thing so in the world. So funny. It, his character was quite funny. R- really funny, and then... He does kill that woman. Yes, he does murder his assistant. He throws a knife into her gut. Right into her gut. And, and then he's just does. like, ah, get rid of her, throw her into the whale. Next! <laughs> it was, uh, like, uh... Amer- uh America's Got Talent. They just hit the button. Yeah, and they threw they that whale opened the its mouth, and that's that's disgusting. Yeah, yep. That whale puppet's nasty. Yeah, yeah, it's gross. Looking. There's a lot in this now that we're talking about. Um, but, so back on the the crocodile, real yeah. quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because his story takes a hard left turn. We find out he is a veteran of the yeah. Vietnam War, and it basically turns into the deer, deer hunter. hunter. They recreate. <laughs> More or less, we have not seen. Nope. We just know enough about that movie to know that he is basically Christopher Walken's character yep. from that movie. The they Russian re- roulette shit. They recreate that entire scene. He is a prisoner of war in Vietnam. This is where we see the the pr- pretty racist puppetry. Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Hard racism. Who were they? What What were the animals that were holding them? What were they represented by the Vietnam? Uh, I don't remember what animals they were specifically, they were, but they their eyes their eyes were extremely were exaggerated. The racist part, yeah. of it. Uh, well, yeah, not not great. Um, they were like little furry, like woodland creatures or some sort, is what I'm remembering. It was something it didn't seem. The I don't think the animal choice was the issue. I'm just trying to remember just for a visual sake. But yeah, the the eyes were fucked up. That's that was not cool. One thing that I we did think was. Pretty funny after after the initial shock of being like, oh, that's oh, their conversation, a, that's a racist, their private guy. conversation, and then yeah. we see the first the first time in the movie we see subtitles, yeah, and it's basically because they're speaking Viet, the, well, maybe the Vietnamese speaking to, to yep. each other, and the subtitles are <laughs> basically talking about how like the revolution isn't the way, and it's anti capitalism, really and, smart, yeah, like made me laugh. I don't know, if, I liked it. If, if, if the the line they said is that that I wrote down because it was both funny and. Pretty great. Reform is the enemy of the revolution. Because it's true. Because it is true. And that was like... And that's what ended their little side conversation. And then those characters were kind of gone. And I was like, hell yeah, dude. Like, what a weird side... Reform side is moment. the enemy yeah. of the revolution. Okay, Peter Jackson, welcome. Love it. 
Um, and then we get another like 15 minutes of this flashback. It lasts. It lasts a long time. Frankly, too long. Like, and because we don't know how the scene ends in the Deer Hunter, we're just going to assume it ends the exact same way, and a bullet ricochets and kills everyone in the room but him and his friend, and freeing them all from freeing them from all from from being in a POW camp. Yeah, uh, yeah, we don't actually need to watch Deer Hunter. Now nope, I we, I think I know. We've seen it, <laughs> and that movie's like three and a half hours long. Yeah, we don't need to commit to it. No, nah, I'm good. No. I am um, good. And, and that's basically his storyline. He comes back and he... He gets squashed he has or super, shot. He super PTSD from, from that the whole time. It makes him an addict. The whole thing... Yeah, I mean, he just wants smack and to throw knives. Yeah. He doesn't even really want to throw knives at this point. He just needs to smack and Honestly, that's... pretty sad. It is really sad. The more I'm talking out loud, it's very sad. In a funny way, though. There's no other way to say that. I don't <laughs> In know. a funny I don't way. Know. I don't know. We laughed a lot. I, it's, I feel bad about it, but we did. We have to admit it's true. to it. It's fair. Uh, so Heidi, though. Uh, Heidi is the big one. That's the one like, that we let's, should let's really Let's finish follow. on that, because that is the cl- true climax. She is the star of the show, which is uh, convenient that she is dating or sleeping with, I guess, the Bletch. The Bletch. Ugh, I hate that name. Go also, fetch Bletch. Also, interesting that there's a Miss Piggy analog, but not really a Kermit analog. He was strung Unless, up on the cross. Unless the alligator is meant to be kind of current. Kind of current, and he just fell real hard on his luck. It kind of looks like him a little bit. Uh, we... Oh my god, it's very funny. Okay, so I laughed very hard. <laughs> Let me say, uh, so Heidi is like fucking up at rehearsal or whatever and runs into Bletch's office and is like, Bletch, just tell me I'm the only one that you love. And I... Ugh, and Bletch is sitting there going, <laughs> why? Because he's getting a blowy from the cat, from his from his side girl, side cat, like blatantly. Yeah. Uh, and then not, not trying to hide it. Nope. And then Heidi leaves all upset, and the cat, and he's just like, well, it's not what it looks like. It's it's not, <laughs> it's not what you think. It's not what you think. Huh? She smashes up her dressing room, gets really upset. Uh. The show will not go on without her, though. So what she's is the star? She's the star. So they get Bletch to go uh, talk to her, and what does he do? He goes in. This is where I laugh. This is where I laugh kind of hard at how dumb this was. Uh, he goes, uh, Heidi, I, I'm sorry. I want us. I want to make love to you. And she's like, Oh, Bletch, I knew you'd be back. And it's like the logic of that is Heidi, Heidi, you, des- you deserve better. Heidi, I'm not I'm not banging her right now. So I'll bang you. And she falls for it and then she's mad when he doesn't uh when he bangs her again. <laughs> when he bangs the cat again. So yeah, she Of course he's not a loyal no. person. So so she gets a giant machine gun. Well, we should say uh Well, she tries to kill herself. She also uh just we, we see her hippo boobs. I don't know how else to call them. Yeah, they're weird. Like, it's weird. It's bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> but we have to just throw that out there that they exist. Peter Jackson made that puppet. With, Buttholes with are in this. There's a lot in this movie. There's conti- hippo boobs. Continue. I just had to make that clear. Too. Yeah, that is true. We do see the hippo boobs during that scene. Um, with hippo nipples. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pronounced. Uh <laughs> Sorry for interrupting your train of thought. You completely derailed me. <laughs> with, with the hippo boobs. With the insistence on the hippo boobs. She uh, wants revenge. Uh, great band. 
she wants to kill herself because she's so oh, upset. Oh, that is true. It does get a little bit dark. So she tries to hang herself and she falls through the floor. <laughs> too, too heavy. Because <laughs> she's too heavy, which is funny. And then uh, she gets a gun and is going to try to kill herself, but the safety's on. And how does she know that the safety's on? Because she's going to kill herself in Bletch's office. But then the little side piece comes in and goes, oh, sorry not to interrupt you. Also, the safety's on. Ha, 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 ha. And starts to walk out. And what does Heidi do? She does the correct thing, the moral thing, the biblical thing. She turns that motherfucker around and shoots that cat dead. This is, yeah, this is when it... Uh, and according to the IMDb trivia, there are live rounds. And that's the only credit I'll give it is for this scene. Yeah, the other ones don't necessarily... I do not believe that the other scenes were live rounds. And when we say other scenes, we basically mean... Because there's a gun in the Heidi, rest of the Heidi movie. Heidi goes on a rampage yeah. <laughs> after this. She, she felt alive killing that cat. Yeah. She felt powerful. <laughs> so she kills everybody. She Yeah, she murders. She murders some people. She murders uh, the majority of everybody except uh, for Wobbert. And Lucille. Lucille. Uh, the elephant and his son. Seymour. She, she decapitates the chicken. That is true. Uh, spraying uh, the chicken's blood, blood all over the baby. The, the baby elephant <laughs> chicken. Uh, she, yeah, she's angry. She's a woman scorned. Uh, she gets her, she gets her just desserts. Uh, well, she also eats a lot of dessert in this movie. That, that is true. Her weight is a cake was found in her cleavage. Them hippo boobs you were talking about. They're very mean about her weight. They are mean about her weight. They also call her old and ugly. I don't think she's old. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, so it really kind of just crescendos with that sodomy song and then uh, <laughs> and uh, a bunch of people getting mowed down people, a bunch of puppets getting mowed down by a uh, machine gun. <clears throat> and yeah, pretty much after the the massacre, uh it just goes to like the sodomy like, massacre. Screenshots of this is where they are now. <laughs> the survivors. Yeah, like, like. Oh, also, I read that the, apparently this was originally pitched as a TV show, a series, oh. so that this would have been episodic. I would have loved to watch this yeah. as a full season of something. Just one, though. I, th- I think I just want like one or two seasons, and it'd be done. Yeah. Yeah, because this would get old. Quick. I don't need a lot of this. Um, but yeah, it goes to like those cards of like here they are now and. Uh, uh, Sid, the elephant, and his son are doing good. They're happy. Uh, Wabut and Lucille are married and have kids and are doing good. And Heidi is out of jail and working at a grocery store. Under a false identity. Yeah. And then it, there, it says directed by Peter Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> and then it goes. And then it goes. Much like the... We it- didn't talk about the shit. The fly-eating shit. Oh, there's a fly character in this movie. That's mean. I don't know its name. It tortures the rabbit. It's so mean. It yeah. tortures Harry the hare uh, as he's dying because I guess he smells bad. And the fly's voice is the worst voice. It's really bad. It's, it's like it's... that effect uh, you, that you could do on like old That Max. was like an alien voice yeah, back then, just... but it's like really tinny and yeah. like, ugh. It's bad. High pitched. And it's that. But there's a scene where it's in the toilet and it's eating a fat piece of shit with a spoon, and that's it's like brown, chunky soup, and it's disgusting. Yeah, you physically cringe. I went, eh. Yeah. It's it, gross. It was gross, and it's not something you see that often in I don't movies. see poop like that, even from my own it ass. It looks like Brunswick stew and, like, you know, a little, little bit of chili. It did look... Eh. You want to say it looks tasty? 
No. I was going to say it did look like stew, but then I, I, I felt it in my gut. I like Brunswick stew. I do too. I will still like Brunswick stew after this. I'll still like it. <laughs> but you're right, yeah. That, uh, that is maybe the grossest part of the entire movie because it's so unexpected. Ugh. Like you don't even you don't ever see that coming. Yeah, and it's that ugh. It's just gross. That's a good spot to. And that's meet the feebles. Well, that's the end of the movie because it, it is just. Well, ends. the shit's not the end of the movie. No, the shit's true. like in the middle of the true. movie. But we forgot to talk about there. That that's probably the grossest part of the movie in my opinion. And there's also like a Gandhi type character that's not great that shoves his head up his own ass. Yeah, what's which that? is pretty funny. What is that? What is that saying? Yeah, I don't know what that's saying. But then later his head comes out of his ass and his head's covered in like brown wetness and that's pretty gross. That is so nasty, yeah. but hilarious. It that, is. Yeah. That he that they had a puppet made that had its own head shoved up its own ass. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful like, stuff. Like what a what a choice. Love it. Love it. Great film. Great film. What would you what would you uh rate this? Out of what? Let's 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 have a hmm. five? Yeah, let's do five. Uh, for exactly what it is, what would you rate it? And if you want, I'll go first because I have a one in mind. Uh, sure, go for it. I, I'm a I'm a solid three on this. I think I think I'm with you. I would. A part of me wants to go like maybe a three point five, but I think I can't. Mm. Like I think I just can't. But it was entertaining. It was more fun than I was anticipating. Definitely more fun than I anticipated. It was. A pretty good satire. This is a, th- oh, this is a three because I think bad taste for me is a two. Okay. And bad taste for me is a two because of the effects and because I like Peter Jackson, but I recall it being very boring. Yeah, this one wasn't boring. And this wasn't boring. That's why it's like a solid three. Whereas Dead Alive is like a four to a four and a half. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. For me. Yeah, I'll, I'll stick with you on on the three. Because like Lord of the Rings is fives for me. I mean, Let's get that out of the fucking way I mean, right now, you don't, bucko. You don't, have to, you don't have to watch the Patreon for that. Like, no. We'll tell you that That's free. free, baby. Lord of the Rings, five out of five. Which one? All three of them. All three extended editions, baby. It's the only way to watch. Uh, yeah, we... Uh, they just added those to HBO. Oh, man. Did you not need to know that? <laughs> no, I always needed to know that. Yeah. <laughs> cool, man. Yeah, you're like, gotta watch them at least once a year. I mean, it. Peter Jackson is... One of the more like fascinating figures in film. He really is because of his basically two eras. Yeah, uh, yeah. Of, like, Pre and post Lord exactly. of the Rings. And, yeah. And you mentioned yesterday uh, you'd seen King Kong like twelve times. <laughs> That's an exaggeration, but I have. I did see it twice in theaters, and I've seen it at least three times outside of theaters. You like King Kong? I genuinely like that movie, and I like it as the about to be twenty nine year old that I am yeah. now. So I think I want to rewatch it because I've only really seen it like once. It. It's long as fuck, but I really enjoy it. But I also I really like Jack Black. It's got Adrian Brody. It's got Jack Naomi Black Watts. Is in it. Yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. The, the effects are great. On when they're on Skull Island, it's gnarly. All that bug shit is disgusting. Yeah. They got crazy spiders. They got the ooey gooey's. They got the dinosaurs. It's really the ending that's long and takes forever right if i remember correctly i feel like it's the beginning that's long okay and takes okay forever. that makes yeah. sense that like the build to up get to skull island because it's like all this build of we need a star we need a new director and then it's we're on the boat to skull island like it's all the stuff that i don't really care about and then it's we're on skull island <laughs> there's nothing on skull island and it's oh we found some people on skull island and it's like the first hour and a half is 
setup yeah. of the movie, and then the last hour and a half is the movie. Yeah, that was that was another passion project for him, right? Like he'd always wanted to make a king. Oh, I believe movie. so. Uh, I mean, it to me it shows. A lot of people don't, and this is this is a okay to be on this that we're on a tangent because it's the director of the movie that we are talking about today. Why are you justifying it? This is our podcast. We can do whatever we want. King Kong's so good, dude. You need to rewatch it. <laughs> I'll rewatch it when I have the time. It's good. Uh, I'm I'm not sure about the status of the passion project, but I feel this oozes just as much passion as the Lord of the Rings did. He absolutely gives a shit on this movie, where I can't fully say that about the Hobbit movies. Yeah, feels like he's phoning that shit Which is, in. Is always going to be a bummer. Like I also like I feel passion from Lovely Bones, even that movie, even though that movie's a mess. Yeah, I didn't see it. It's not very good. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it's not very it, it's, good. I, I am genuinely curious because Peter Jackson is old now. Stanley Tucci is a freaky child rapist in it, though. That is that is interesting to me. Yeah, Stanley Tucci. I, I but like, just I Mark like... Wahlberg's pulling his whole, like, the happening shit just with, like, shaggier hair. Wahlberg sucks. He does suck, dude. He does If, if you're listening, Mark, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I haven't suck, eaten your family's dude. burgers at all, but, like, There's a Wahlberg's at the airport, right? There's a Wahlberg's uh, in fucking the Battery. That makes sense. Yeah. That actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, right, it's like adjacent to the record shop I go to. This movie obviously doesn't necessarily need a palate cleanser, but anything you've been doing or playing or listening to? Been packing. Uh, I'm going to give a shout out to uh, a band that I've been listening to more because my lovely partner, Hannah, from the episode of uh, The Lovely Bones. Lovely Bones? The Loved, the loved Ones. ones. How Peter Jackson you? on the brain. Uh, the loved ones uh, asked me to help her get into Shushu, uh, which is X I U X I U, which is a crazy band, uh, guy, uh, art, pop, punk, crazy stuff. Uh, really weird, glitchy, loud, abrasive, confrontational, but also really catchy for some of their songs and very danceable. Highly, highly recommended, but brace yourself. Do not start with their album, Girl with Basket of Fruit. It's their most abrasive. I would recommend Fabulous Muscles. End of plug for a band I have no association with. Uh, <laughs> no, they'll pay us later. Yeah. When we're, when we're... I don't want pay. Just all I want, all I want to do, all I want is to see them live when shows return. That's yeah. all I want. I'm, I've never really ever wanted to go with you to like heavy shows. But you'd go to this? No, but I'm saying I would potentially think about going to heavy shows with you now. You gotta come see Thou, baby! Just to, like, experience it, and then never, ever, ever go to one again. Then I gotta pick wisely. Primitive Band and Full of Hell gotta go on tour, so you can experience the craziness. I'm gonna hate them so much. My my palate cleanser is, uh, me and Brittany have recently started this HBO uh, reality competition show called Full Bloom, and it is basically about, uh, like, floristry and like putting flowers things together into into art and it is that sounds lovely very fun uh, it, it really fills that void of of like that i think the great british bake-off created of nice competition shows yeah which i love i love them so much they make me feel happy i i care nothing about flowers <laughs> but i kind of do now that's like nice. i i i think i kind of enjoy it now it's opened you up to a whole new burnt copyright baby don't want to get flagged 
Yeah, dude, I know they're all over us lately from all the Disney, all the well, Disney bets that we're getting. Disney tried to buy us because we're getting too big. Yeah, we we want to stick close to our fans, and yeah. we just couldn't couldn't give it up just like that, you know. Yep, no. So we we want to we want to give you the content that you're begging for. What are we Tubi doing? though, <laughs> Tubi, uh, we got to call us, man. We got to we'll call Tubi, you. We're, we're waiting. We're waiting. Uh, I say. We uh, we call it live on what we do next from the list okay. that I sent last time. Uh, were any? I, let's do let's do a more serious one. So take off uh, that one, the okay. one right above Meet the Feebles. Yep. And g- pick any of the ones above that. Uh, one of which we've seen together. True. That that one we do love. We do love. Have you not seen the other two? I have seen the first one but only once and it's been a long time and I have not seen the third. Have, do you know anything about the third one which is called Bedeviled? Bedeviled. Uh no. Cuz I looked that one up vaguely. I just know it's kind of intense and dramatic. It seems pretty intense, but I think I also saw that it had like decent reviews. Yeah, no, all of those do. Yeah, so Coldfish like, and Bedeviled have they very different are like decent critically reviews. Yeah. But are going to be harsh. Yeah. I, I think we should do Be Deviled. Let's it's, do it. It's, it's also... It's Japanese. On Tubi. Yes. Okay. Which yeah. we've... Of the Japanese movies we've seen, they've been... I believe it's Japanese. Let's... Quick fact check. I don't want to call a South Korean movie Japanese. They're very different. They are. Yep. Yep. It's Korean. <clears throat> um, Which... Interesting because one of our other options was... I saw the devil. I saw the devil, which we will cover. Another really incredible. That's a top. Korean that's like a top. Movie. That's a top five movie for me um, of all time. And so, since Bedeviled has like pretty solid reviews, let's do it. That makes me excited to kind of jump back into that world. And maybe if we if we are able to handle something after this, we may be able to jump into I saw the devil after this. Do a little bit of a True. series, a little bit of yeah. Korean series. We gotta figure out which which Wook we can cover. Park Chan Wook. There's a lot to choose from. There is. And a lot that would technically fall into this. The one that I'm most interested in revisiting that I haven't seen in years is Thirst, his vampire movie. Yeah, it's been, I haven't seen that since college. Same. Yeah. Because uh, I remember loving it. I don't think it's that extreme. Though, I don't. That's what I remember. There I think being, it's a good movie. There being some really beautiful shots of like blood on white walls and stuff. But I think you're right that it's not very uh, controversial or extreme. I mean, it's controversial in the fact that it's a Catholic priest who's fighting all these new sexual urges after becoming a vampire. We're used to that in America. That's, that's normal true. for us. Yeah, but he's not trying to diddle no fiddles, you know? Yeah, that's less scary. You're right, actually. <laughs> You're like, absolutely correct. Less, less yeah. All right, all right, well, get that out of here. Bedeviled. Yeah, I mean, just the old boy's plot alone, the ending alone, counts it as an extreme film yeah, because true. of the revelations. We may, maybe we'll do that one day, but we're doing Bedeviled next regardless. Doesn't matter. Any final thoughts? You want to sing a song? Hmm. Do you want to add a verse to the sodomy song? <laughs> sodomy. I love the act of sodomy. I like the feeling all inside of me. <laughs> It's making me cry, you see. Sodomy. Uh, work of heart. I love the act of sodomy. I love the feeling inside of me. Work of heart at Bandcamp. I freaking love the sodomy. Thank you for listening, everybody. I'm sorry that you had to go out on that. Um, <coughs> that is actually, that redeems it. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye.